0: do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Average Joe Show at AverageJoeShow.com. Episode number 38. And, of course, you can reach us at the website, AverageJoeShow.com, like I said. Email is Talk at AverageJoeShow.com. And, of course, on Twitter, like the rest of the universe, Average Joe Show, all one word. I'm Corey Shrett, back from the dead one more time. And, of course, joining me, as always... The man who, if he wasn't around this show, probably would have been in the shit can a long time ago, Mr. Ward Miller. Hello, Ward.
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: It's going pretty good here. Um, it's typical day. Weather's been beautiful over here. We always do the weather thing. you know. Um, feels like springtime over here. How about you?
0: Oh, uh, It's awesome. Uh, the, last week it was like in the 70s. Today it got up to 80 and, and that kind of sucked because it was humid. But other than that, it, it, it's beautiful.
1: Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm, I had the windows open. It's like, thank God we don't have to use air conditioning. It saves a few dollars on the uh, old electric bill.
0: Oh, yeah, especially this past week. It was Like I said, it was just beautiful here.
1: No, definitely. The, the longer this lasts, the better it is for us. Just hopefully we won't get really hot summer when it hits.
0: Yeah, that'll suck.
1: And joining us this week, we started a new format now that we've had a, a little bit of a vacation, if you want to call it that. We're going to have a...
0: I rotate. prefer hiatus.
1: Hi, hiatus. I don't like hiatus because hiatus sometimes means to never come back. Okay, yeah, but so,
0: hiatus sounds just cooler than a, we took a break.
1: Okay. We went on sabbatical for a while. Yeah. How about sabbatical? That, sabbatical will work. I like sabbatical. And we're we're doing a new uh, – I'm going to say format, a new style. We're going to have guest hosts coming on every week. And, of course, if you want to be a guest host, com slash guests for more information on that. Joining us from her website, Tangents, T-A-N-J-E-N-T-S. .com is Barb. Barb, how's it going over there?
2: Hey, it is going great. I'm in southern coastal Georgia and it's been raining for 3 days. We're all thrilled because you know the lawn's getting watered without using a hose. Um and it's cooled off a little bit after the rain today. It's probably about I want to say about 82,
1: 83. Ooh, you can have um, that.
2: Yeah, we're happy about it. We still have, you know, the air conditioning going, so yeah, the electric bill has doubled this month. I got the bill, so it's all good.
1: Yeah. As long as you stay inside nothing's wrong
0: well that's yeah. the price you pay for living in georgia you know because I, I lived in south carolina for 12 years and you know i didn't pay much of, of a heating bill but my air conditioning bill was ridiculous
2: <laughs> exactly exactly Through the uh i want to say through the fall uh, early spring were good uh the, the electric bills not much but it did double this month so it's the the central air and then in the in the back room where i'm located my bunker as I like to call it, where our, everything technology-related exists. Um, we do have a window unit because it, the room requires it. And, yeah, I think due to the central air and the window unit, we, we do have that uh, that uh, double bill, if you will, in the summer months. So,
1: Totally understand that. Well, I guess we should get going to the stories this week. And, of course, the first story – I, I was kicking my myself in the ass. I was telling Ward a few weeks ago that I, I wish we had done a show because everybody was dropping like flies. And of course, if if you were not, you know, anywhere in the world, you, you wouldn't have heard. But apparently, Michael Jackson had died on us, and Ward's got a story about Michael Jackson for us to start with.
0: Yeah, well, I got a little segue to go into this story. Uh, I'm kind of curious. You know, well the story is Al Sharpton calls for a Michael Jackson postage stamp and a day of mourning. Now, I guess, well the Postal Service says you have to wait X number of years before you before the person dies.
2: It has to be five. You... I did double check that. It is five.
0: Okay, so he's calling for it to happen now. You know, I think Elvis even had to wait five years
1: it was a lot longer than that for elvis i think it was like the early 90s before he actually got a stamp to be honest with you remember the fat elvis and the skinny elvis
0: i remember yep. they had a, a a contest between them i thought yeah as to was, which one they were going to use yeah i don't
1: know well, when it that was,
2: was the highest selling stamp in u.s in usps history so they made their money and they need to make money and that's this whole thing you can make well,
0: money. my point is well, number one, the the postal service keeps raising the the fees, and they're wanting to cut service. But I, I won't even go there. Uh, my question is, if this was a white guy, would you hear the same comments? From I mean, not even Al Sharpton. Honestly, it, he, number one, the guy was a you know he, he he was a great musician. I'll I'll give him his props on on his musician, but he was a freak show. You know, he was a drug addict. He was, I mean, you can go, I mean, so was Elvis, but so, Elvis, Elvis didn't like little boys. Yeah. So, um, Elvis,
2: I mean, Elvis married um, and, and had sex with a 14-year-old girl. Sorry, I had to bring that up.
0: But he married her.
1: And it was he a
2: girl. It
0: <laughs> and it was, and it a, was girl.
2: a girl. Okay, I'll give you that. You're right. You're right. I, I just had to kind of defend but, him a little bit. But go ahead. I
0: mean, the, the fact that Michael Jackson, you know, when they pumped his stomach and whatnot, he was taking 40 in a day. That's enough to to qualify him as a hero of mine, but the fact but that
2: I, I don't think the reason why Al is is fighting for this stamp, and I'm not going to say whether I agree or disagree. I just want to talk about the fact that he wants him to be a stamp. We have to, and I know it's not right. We have to sometimes forget his personal life and celebrate him as a musical artist, and I think that's what he wants to do.
0: And I'll go along with that. The only reason Al Sharpton's involved, though, is because Michael Jackson started out as a black guy. Now he's a gray woman, <laughs> uh, I think. I'm, I'm not really sure.
1: He's a corpse, but, actually.
0: Yeah, well, he's a corpse. But, but, I mean, with all the weird stuff he did, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm of two minds because I did appreciate the music that he produced. He, he was a genuine artist that went totally off the rails and batshit crazy.
2: Yeah, but, you know, going back to his artistry, so many of the songs that he personally wrote, uh, we're about healing, healing this nation. Uh, there are many songs, Human Nature, Black and White, Man in the Mirror, that really gave a positive message. And the music industry today sometimes is missing that. And I think that uh, Barb, I
0: totally, I totally agree with you. I, I to, like I said, musically, he was a, he was a genius. I will give him all the props on the music aspect of it that there is to give. You know, I, I mean, I felt the same way about Elvis, John Lennon, etc. But here's the thing. Like, when Lennon died, did you hear anybody saying, John Lennon has to have a stamp? John Lennon died, and it was not his own fault. He was, he was executed. You know, and it, 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 it was, it was kind of like Kennedy. You know, he yeah. was executed. All yes. right, if you want to celebrate the fact that this guy got executed, you know, and, and have a memorial to him, I'm all, I'm all for it.
2: They weren't celebrating However, his execution. They were celebrating his life's work while he was on the planet.
0: Exactly. I, but I, my, my point with Jackson is you know, you can celebrate his work, but I don't think that, that you know he should be able to s- circumvent the rules of the United States Postal Service just oh, because Al Sharpton says so. I
2: completely agree. I don't think he should be circumventing the rules either. But I'm glad that it's at least been brought up. Even though it just happened that it's been brought up, I think we will see a Michael Jackson stamp. I don't. I think it would be very rare if we didn't, because every other artist before him did get one. That were as phenomenal as he was,
0: except John Lennon.
2: John Lennon didn't get a stamp.
0: Nope.
2: What was the excuse there? Did you did you research I, I, that?
0: I imagine Lennon didn't get one because he's not American.
2: Yeah, that you do be, that, have to be. Yep, you're right, because I went through USPS website. I searched uh, commemorative stamps. You do have to be an American, so that was probably the only reason why they didn't have one.
1: Yeah, but do you have to be a natural-born citizen? Because John Lennon was a a US citizen back in the mid-'70s
0: no i don't i don't believe he no, ever you don't naturalized. Be
2: natural born hold on i'm gonna pull it up right now because i do have it bookmarked in case this came
1: up okay well and, she's she's talking about that but uh-huh. but you know and i know the reason sharpton is doing this is because michael jackson's black
0: yeah and it gives him the opportunity to get back up on his soapbox and say you know the only reason that they're not going to give it to him is because he's a black man white uh-huh. black has absolutely nothing to do with it
1: if paul mccartney died today
0: he sharp, wouldn't get a stamp.
1: Sharp, sharp, he wouldn't get a stamp, first of all. Which... Wait, wait.
2: I did find the link. It says, it is a general policy that U.S. Polish stamps and stationery primarily will feature, primarily will feature American or American-related subjects. I think John Lennon um, qualifies. Oh, definitely. He brought, you That's know... the first rule that I'm reading, and I think he qualifies.
0: Oh, absolutely. John so Lennon changed sad.
1: music. Yeah. I mean, definitely. He, he deserves a stamp. But like I said, if Paul McCartney died today, Al Sharpton wouldn't even get out of his seat to say a thing about this. Well, no, I mean, it...
2: Al Sharpton has never fought for the white man. He does tend to fight for the black man. And I don't think that if if Al Sharpton said it first, that there wouldn't be someone else right behind him that would have that would have suggested the same thing.
1: But it's the same people that say the same thing. It's always Sharpton. If it's not Sharpton, it's Jesse Jackson.
2: Yeah, I know. It gets
1: old. You get you get tired of it. If it was somebody completely new, like say, okay, I might make war talk too much. Barack Obama had said this. It wouldn't gotten as much news as as Sharpton saying it. Am I right? Do what? I know. I heard background noise. I don't know who's got stuff going on back there. But uh, I said I was looking
0: I was looking through the links and I ended up hitting that uh. Oh. That site you sent. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to kill it now.
1: Oh yeah, wonderful background noise here. Oh, so anyway, all right. So anyway, it's always Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. They're the only two guys. But say if it was like Barack Obama had said the same thing, they wouldn't get wouldn't get as much press as Sharpton saying it.
2: Yeah, it, it seems that um, you know Sharpton or Jesse Jackson even speaking automatically gives you bad publicity, which is sad. I, they're doing what they can for their community. Um, I find it a bit unfair, but at the same time, I tend to agree that they tend to show up only at these opportune for the, moments.
0: For the photo op. Well, my problem with Jesse Jack or not Jesse, well, Jesse Jackson too, but Al Sharpton goes back about 20 years. Uh, I, you you guys are probably too young to remember the Tawana-Brawny incident.
1: Yeah, I'm too young for that. Too young, okay. I think, yeah.
0: But the, tell tell a, us about it. Okay, all right, there was a young black girl who said that she was raped by three pol- white policemen. Je- Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Bill Cosby, they all showed up and they're what? protesting. Can you and-
2: put this in a timeline? What year would this be? Uh, I mean, just your best guess is fine. It,
0: it's probably in the 80s. If, if you look on Wikipedia, it's on there. Okay. Um, uh, the, the only reason I didn't look it up is because it just came to me. But... They all showed up and they start protesting these three white cops and how they were wrong and blah 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 and how they raped this poor white girl and they found her or black girl and they found her in a in a trash can and all this other garbage. And it comes out that she lied. Sharpton never apologized for that. He never apologized to the police that he basically convicted in public, in the court of public opinion. He never said I'm sorry, I took her you know her information at at face value, and I believe that I'm sorry that she lied, nothing so ever since then, I've had absolutely zero respect for al Sharpton
1: It was nineteen eighty seven that happened
0: Mr. Wikipedia strikes again
1: and and you want to here's something that kind of scares the hell out of me. Al Sharpton's only fifty four years old.
0: So that means he's going to be living a long time to bother me.
1: Yeah, I thought the guy was like in his late 60s for crying out. He looks like hell.
2: I was, I I didn't recognize him. Um, It wasn't during the memorial. It was actually uh, footage on some show a few days before then. And we're watching television and my husband said, oh my God, that's Al Sharpton. I'm like, what? Because I would watch it for five minutes. They didn't have his name underneath or anything like that. And I'm like... I couldn't believe that was him. He was very thin. I don't know what's going
1: on there. I don't know either. Yeah,
0: he's, well, like I said, I, I have absolutely no use for him ever since that incident where, you know, and these, these cops took a, a basically a public beating because of this. And he never came back and, and, you know, rescinded any of his comments, never said, hey, you know, my bad. You know, because they found out that she lied. Yeah. He, he never stood up and said, okay, well, my bad. Sorry about that, guys.
2: Nothing. In- instead, he tucked his tail between his legs and, and walked away. And I agree. That's not right. And it, had I been in your shoes at that time, I would. that would set a standard for me as far as what he said. So I completely agree.
1: Yeah. So basically Al Sharpton whatever you say keep your mouth shut we don't care about it anymore go away. Amen. And I do agree I think at the 10 year mark when the 10 year mark comes up for Michael Jackson he should get a postage stamp if if the postal service is still handing out stamps at that time. But
2: just what? to reiterate it's 5 years not
1: 10. Okay, well 5 years.
2: I, and
0: I agree that at the 5 year mark he should where he when he is eligible he should get a stamp. He contributed a lot uh-huh. to, to music in in this country, and, and I'm all behind that, but to, to, to say, "Well oh we've well, we got to circumvent the entire prospect, you know, process and do this, you know, it, it's just ridiculous.
1: Let's move on to the next story. Of course, we could have done an entire show on MJ, which uh, personally, ugh, I don't know about you guys, but I saw too much of him on TV for what, the last what three weeks now, two weeks, something like that.
0: And you're going to continue to see it. It's going to be like. It's going to end up being like. uh, Yeah, but at the same. But at the same time,
2: if you're going to do a podcast on current events and what's happening in the world, it almost has to be mentioned. So I I agree, and I'm glad that you kind of allowed it to be a short subject, but you do have to kind of mention it. So.
1: Well, Barb Barb's got a story about uh, Michael Jackson on Larry King Live, actually.
2: Yes. I don't know if you guys, I'm hoping Warty saw the video. I know probably Corey did. I um, did.
1: Well,
0: it was funny because I seen it and I was going to recommend this this as a story and then I said, well, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm doing too much Michael Jackson stuff so I, I begged off of it and now it shows up anyway. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, going back to that video, and it will be linked in the show notes, um, was it creepy? Yes. Did the music help? Definitely. But what it brings up for me is the fact that Um, you know, what happens when we die? It's just this big, huge question. And then we hear in the news that Christianity is at an all-time low. As we get smarter, as technology grows, as scientists and science grows, um, more and more people are not believing in life after death. And then we have this musical icon pass away. And we're doing a live video on Larry King Um, I don't know if you guys realize, but in that video, Jermaine was actually giving the tour and he did speak for a moment uh, during the video. Um, They show this unexplained shadow walking through and in the video, they, they did replay it several times and creep us all out, as I said, but it makes you wonder what happens, you know, why are we here? What happens after we pass? And it's just, it really creeped me out, but it, to me personally, it brought up that subject of of what actually happens when we pass away. Do we have this ability to reappear on Earth in, in the form of a shadow or ghosts or – you know.
1: I looked at that video. My first thing was, is that legit? You know, did somebody I say Photoshop, but did somebody doctor the video to do that? Because it was so obvious and it wasn't even mentioned during the live airing of this. It
2: wasn't. And let me tell you why. They didn't realize that the ghost was there until after they reviewed the video.
0: Well, they did uh, come out the next day with a, I guess, an explanation of what they thought it was. They had uh, Larry King's producer on. Uh-huh. Uh It, it was a, it was linked off of CNN, and,
2: and he I was did saying, not hear this, so I'm very interested in this.
0: Okay, well, he was saying that there was all kind of people walking around Neverland at that time, that they had producers in there and they had staffers just wandering around, and that it could potentially have been one of them. They didn't totally debunk it and say it was or it wasn't, but they said that it it's just possible that it was one of our producers in the back room, you know, walking around because we got to take a tour of Neverland.
2: Yep, but at the same time, you have to consider the light source, which would produce such a shadow. And that shadow completely walked through the frame. There was no light source within our vision. And if it was off to the side, it would not have been completely through the frame. I did consider that. And I did not see how that could be possible unless we were able to see the light source.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is that's what CNN gave us their – response to it and yeah. their explanation of it. Yeah. I, I guess I they just don't want to say, hey, we filmed
2: a ghost. Yeah, and they had to address it because it, came, it became viral over the internet. Everybody watched that and everybody was freaked out. So it was, you know, someone had to say something. It wasn't Larry King's people, rather CNN, which is kind of questionable. But um, I'm glad it was semi-addressed. But at the same time, it kind of makes us all kind of walk away and wonder, Again, what happens in the afterlife? What happens when we pass?
1: I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, I love this stuff because I like to watch those like ghost hunter shows and stuff like that. And uh, whenever you see stuff like this, it's you know, it it's just like it scares you a little bit, it puts you in your yeah. place.
2: Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of EVP, the electro- electronic voice phenomenon, where you can go into a graveyard with a cassette recorder and record, or a haunted house, whatever, and. You hit that record, you don't hear anything with the with the human ear, but these tape recorders can, and these aren't special tape recorders that I know of. They're just regular tape recorders. They are picking up sounds and voices, and there's a whole you know you can just search this on Google on EVP, and it's it's amazing. It just it makes you wonder.
1: Yeah, first time I heard of EVP. On a side note, there was that uh, Michael Keaton film that came out, White Noise, a few years ago. If you guys remember that. Yes,
2: I was first run first show. I saw that movie. Yes.
1: Yeah, that was the first time I ever heard of that, and I was like, "Really, this exists?" I'm like, "Wow, that's that's scary. I don't want to learn about this. I just want to stay away from it."
0: Yeah, it's kind of like if you have, you know, you're driving your car and you hear a noise, and you turn, you just want to turn the radio up to ignore it. That's kind of how I feel about this stuff because the, you know, I have a curiosity towards the unknown, but that's where I want it to end. I, I, you know, I. Being into the technology the way I am I trying to figure out okay how do I debunk it and then when you see like
2: See, Barb you said, want to debunk it I want it explained and that's the thing if there's something out there that we can't explain we need to figure out why we well, can't explain it or
0: Well exactly that that was my point point. and when you you know when you brought it up well there it wasn't moving through a a singular light source You know, I'm like, well, okay. so there's not a single light source, you know, and and, and that's just the way my mind works. My mind goes, okay, figure out what's going on here, what actually happened. And when you have multiple light sources, as they did, and you could see the multiple light sources on the video because they all focus on that back wall, Exactly. there there was two sets of lights. You the shadow get...
2: would have changed. The shadow would have changed. From one exactly. light source I... to another, it would have gotten bigger or larger, depending on where the light source was, just like how the sun works. And I didn't
1: see that.
0: I, I totally agree with you. It does, completely doesn't make creeped sense me to out.
1: me. Completely creeped me out. I don't know. Just, I don't know. If if there are ghosts and they're still here, uh, let's get Jennifer Love Hewitt over here and get them the hell out.
0: Or at least talk to them and find out what's up.
1: That's the thing. Why are you here? You know, if if there are ghosts here, and I believe there are ghosts here, why are you sitting around here?
2: Again, well, the unexplained. Agreed. Yeah. Well, if, you, if
0: you think about it, you know, I'm, logically, uh, Michael Jackson loved Neverland. He never wanted to leave Neverland.
2: Right. Exactly. And that's one of the things I walked away with. That was his home. He built it from the ground up.
0: Yeah. So, I mean... It would make total sense that he wouldn't want to leave it
1: right, well, Michael Jackson, of course, Barb said earlier that he does the song Black and white, and of course, the next story has something to do with black and white that Barb has from Philadelphia
2: I do this story I have so much to say about this story um, so there's a a private uh club and with paying members to be part of this private club and The club decided to rent it out, if you will, to camps. Um, One of the camps that uh, arrived that day, which created the story, um, had majority-minority children. Um, Many of them complained Um, there were some racial slurs as far as statements go at the time that this was occurring, and that's what created the whole issue. I don't know what to say about this. I was surprised. I have read uh, the rebuttal of the um, the club, the, the private club, that, first of all, the members who were paying for a private membership to a, a swimming pool, to a club, um, did not agree with renting it out to, to camps. The other fact is that when the kids came in, all of a sudden, the pool was overcrowded, so that created another issue. No longer is it a, uh, a private establishment that changed, and there were some people who, uh, who were paying members of that club that wanted their money back. I was surprised at the way the media presented it to the public. I was surprised that, um, I don't know the exact wording, but it was that it was, what was the exact wording? Let me just double-check that here. It was very. One moment here. It was going to change the color or it was going to change the. Complexion. Complexion of the club. Right. Yes. And that, you know, that you're just asking for, you know, insightful. Um, backlash, feedback, all that. So I don't know. What did you guys think about this story? How did you come away with it?
0: Well, I mean, there's a couple things. One is if you have, if if I'm a member of a private club and I'm paying 1,900 bucks for you know to swim there.
2: Oh no 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 family, no. That's that's where you're missing. The 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 camp paid 1,900 dollars for these children to swim there uh, okay, once well, a what, week through the summer.
0: Well, what's the membership cost?
2: Well, these kids, I mean, if you do the math, they paid $32 per head for these kids mm-hmm. to swim in this club. Now, what the membership fees are for the the regular members, not the the people who rented the the pool, I don't know. That was never publicized. But okay. they did pay for, quote unquote, a private club, and that's what's important.
0: Yeah, well, that would be my my thing exactly. It's if they're if I'm a member of any club, and I pay to be a member of that club because it, you know, doesn't doesn't allow for overcrowding or whatever the case may be.
2: Right, which is in, which is assumed when you're paying for a private membership, right?
0: Correct. And and then the club itself or or the the grounds that the club is held on decides, hey, we're going to make a couple extra bucks and we're going to bring these other, you know, we're gonna we're gonna rent it out to to camps or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, all the clubs I I'm a, member of and stuff there's like a board and they bring that kind of stuff up for a vote you know so and they did
2: they they did vote on this and again I, i did some research they did vote on this and they said yes it's a good idea what they didn't do was consider the capacity of the pool that was something that was kind of overlooked and when they allowed this camp to make a purchase they didn't realize or they didn't consider how many children would actually be using the pool at one time, and that was their excuse. That was their rebuttal after the story hit.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that's a, a good enough excuse. You know, uh-huh. if, if I'm, you know, you have to go with the, you know, I, I can't believe that you would, as the uh, caretakers of the pool or whatever, the the, the committee, wouldn't say to the camps, okay, how many people were we looking at? That would be my first question. Okay, you want to use our facilities? How many people are we looking at? You know, is it going to be ten kids, a hundred kids, fifty kids? I
2: agree. It should have been the first question, and it does kind of discount their their public rebuttal or their public excuse, if you will, that it wasn't racial. It was mostly we had no idea. I agree. That should have been their first question before they considered any camp or any outside, you know, use of the pool. So. Did it help them? I don't know. I, I really don't think it did. And um, mostly what I do want to kind of comment on, the way these kids felt when they were kicked out. And they were kicked out after they swam, which was great. I mean, they had their day there. But at the same time, they did learn that they were not welcome back. And that hurts a child. It does. And it was oh, very wrong.
0: I, I agree with you. I don't think that there's anything that should be even remotely considered right about this. Um, I I think that there's a a couple different people to blame and ain't none of them the kids. You know, they they showed up at summer camp and figured, well, we're going to go out and we're going to swim and we're going to do whatever. And that was their agenda, so to speak. And then from that, it went to, you know, this mess. Uh, And... The the people that should actually be taking the biggest hit for it, like I said, are, are going to be the the ones who run the thing, who are the uh, caretakers or or whatever of that camp, or not the camp, the 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 club swimming club, yeah.
1: It and they must have known how many kids there were going to be roughly because they gave them a, a, a dollar value. You don't just say, uh, oh, you want to come? Okay, nineteen hundred dollars. You know, you just you don't pull a number out of thin air. You, you they had to have a, a rough guesstimate how many kids they're going to be. I agree. I agree. yep
0: And and then for them, they're just using that as the excuse for why they said, "Oh, well, we didn't know how many kids it was going to be." That that's crap because you're going to charge per kid. Right. I mean, any, any business is going to do that. They're going to say, well, how many kids are we going to get in here? So, okay, it's going to be 50 bucks a kid or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. And they say, okay, they're going to scratch us a check for 1,900 bucks. All right, you better expect 1,900 bucks worth of kids there.
1: Yeah, but but what kind of club is this really? I mean, first of all, I read the story. It says it's a private club that advertises open membership.
2: It's in suburbia. That's it, all that really needs to be said. It is a suburban uh, suburban. It's a suburban club, so it's uh, in the outskirts of a major city uh, where you have these types of people. I'm sorry, these these
1: white crackers. <laughs> but a private club that advertises open membership, I call that the YMCA. That's, well, yeah.
0: You know, it's not a private club. If no. if you advertise open membership, you're not private. No, we're, if somebody yeah. can walk in off the streets and say, "Okay, well, I'm not really a member, but I'll give you 5 bucks to let me go swimming or 10 bucks whatever the fee is, then you're not well, a private club."
2: Well, what these I think what what the the members of the actual club were saying is it's not a it's not a community pool either. They were trying to they were trying to become a member of a place where it's not a community pool, but rather a paid subscription and they were misled when all of these children showed up
0: but if they're but they the, the thing is that they paid too what's the difference
1: n- they paid
2: i agree i'm just I'm, I'm not playing devil's advocate i'm just saying this is this is the opinion of the members the paying members and i can't believe i'm actually fighting their battle because i completely disagree with them but if the pool is overcrowded and, and you're there and you're like i didn't sign up for this
1: oh definitely well yeah,
0: but and that was my point, though. I mean, like I said, some of the clubs that I was a member of, you'd show up and they'd say, okay, well, we're going to have a vote on, okay, I'm a member, you know, we're going to have uh, kids come in to, to swim and we're going to charge them $1,900. Well, that's this, go towards this did have thing.
2: a board of directors, but they weren't talking to members. They were talking to their board of directors, which kind of leaves the members out of the loop, and that's where all of this feedback came from.
0: Well, And that's the point, that the members shouldn't shouldn't have been, mad at the the kids that showed up they shouldn't have been mad at the at the camp that brought them they their whole bitch should be with the the people that run it the the board of directors
2: and in the end it was they're like i want my money back i'm not i'm not going to use this facility anymore i was misled and that's yeah that's pretty much how what it led to so yeah i i completely agree
1: I think the funny thing about this whole story is it takes place in Northern, northeast Philadelphia, a.k.a. the city of brotherly love.
2: I've never been more let down by Philly than by reading this story in 2009. I mean, I, I, come on, people. I mean, the, the statements made by some of the parents at the time were completely wrong and not what I expected of this, of this city.
0: Well, no, it, it's not even of the city. It, it's, you know, just what's right. You know, there, exactly. there's no there's no reason to make a kid feel bad. I mean, it's not like they were there busting bottles and, you know, carrying on. The kids went there to go swimming. They didn't go there for with any malicious intent. They showed up, they did their thing, and then they left. And then for these people to go out and, and bitch about it, I, I can understand if it's overcrowded, so then you don't let them come back. But you don't got to make, you know – this thing should have never been like this, you know, and all it does is it makes these kids feel as though, you know, they can't go anywhere because no matter where they go, they're not going to be wanted. And the people that are there aren't going to like them because they're there.
2: Yeah. But again, it's a media spin and that's how it went down. Marty, it was, they came, Uh, they came, they had their day, and then they weren't invited back and they weren't, they weren't, ridiculed at that time but some of the children did overhear some of the comments which created the fact that they weren't welcome back and i think that's what made the story but i didn't like the way the media um, uh, the the news story if you will automatically made it racial it wasn't so much that maybe
0: well yeah that's the thing though if, if it was just a matter of money and you know people getting mad because they paid and blah 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 the that doesn 't sell newspapers that doesn 't get views that doesn 't get hits on the internet. What gets hits is these black kids were abused because they weren't because they were black kids that showed up at this thing it they can 't take race out of any news story
2: I know and this is this is my hate of uh media. I don't like the way that they take these spins. And, and that's why and I, again, a tangent if you will, I don't read just U.S. news. I read BBC news. I read the news from other countries. And you walk away with all of that information and you make your own opinion. You don't listen to just what's available in the U.S. and that's what makes you a more informed citizen as far as I'm concerned anyway.
0: Well, the other thing is too, uh, all of the 99% of the media in, in this country, slanted one way or another. Well, no, 100% slanted one way or another. 100%, is, yep. Yeah. There's, there's no, you know, middle of the road reporting. This is what happened. You decide what it is. You decide what this story is. We're going to tell you, but they're going to slant it one way or another. Be it, well, you know, the whole
2: slant in the story was black. If yeah, they just well, I mean, left the, that out, it would have been unslanted, and they didn't do that.
0: Exactly. But it, it goes that way for everything. I mean, they're either going to slant it white or black or Republican or Democrat or whatever. There has to be a slant because then they can take a their position. You know, uh, it, it's like the way that the media attacks Sarah Palin and they leave Joe Biden just Babylon, no matter what he says. You know, he basically came out in the paper last week and said that he okayed the United States or the United States okayed Israel attack in Iran. He said that in the media. The media didn't report on it. Certain news stations did, but for the most part nobody reported on the fact that he basically said, "Yeah, we're okay with Israel invading Iran." Now, number 1, that's like a backroom deal that you, I mean, if you're going to make that kind of a deal, it's a backroom deal. Number 1, number 2, you don't talk about that in the media so now you're you're telling i i just don't want to get into it <laughs> I,
2: I knew where you were it going. just I makes me cra- it just makes me crazy i know but i appreciate that time you're right you're right
1: okay okay all right let's enough of this racial stuff let's let's go to a nice peaceful story located in a little town called euclid and there's a nice resident there a 76 year old woman her name is dorothy richardson And she lives in this little suburban town. She has a nice flower bed, all these beautiful flowers, and she wants to make sure it doesn't get ridden, uh, get get ridden. It doesn't get ruined. Uh, One day there was a cute little 25-pound fawn sitting there trying to eat out of her flower bed. So, of course, what did Miss Richardson do? She took a shovel and she killed the fawn and stuck it in a box and put it out on trash day.
2: I'll go first. Hell yeah, I will. First of all, her first comment in the video was my husband died. So she's already frustrated. She's got this whole yard to deal with. She has to keep up with her yard and she's doing all the work herself rather than having her husband nearby. I get it. I do. My first question is where are her children? Where are her grandchildren to help her with this yard to, to prevent this frustration, which would have prevented this whole issue. Um, not only that, there's better ways to deal with deer, and you guys know I looked it all up. There's so many better ways to deal with uh deer in your yard. Um, I don't agree with what she did. she was wrong. she's looking at two counts of she's looking at two counts of animal cruelty, one from the city and one from the state of Ohio so what did, what do you guys think about this?
0: well the, my thinking is kind of. You know, I can understand to an extent because in Pennsylvania, we just recently had a a case where a a woman beat a fox to death. And the difference was the fox was attacking her grandchild.
2: That's a huge difference.
0: Exactly. And follow, follow my train of thought here. I can understand that when you're defending yourself or your family. There's absolutely no reason. I mean, deer are skittish to begin with. I don't think that, you know, you really had to go to the extent of beating it to death with a stinking shovel that you couldn't have just, you know, shoo, get out, or throw a rock at it. It's leaving. You know, that's just... I, I agree with you. I think that it, it was a matter of pent-up anger because her husband died or whatever, so she figured she was going to take it out on Bambi.
1: I, I don't still. The and you know this funny thing is if you look at this video at averagejosha.com, they they purposely put a little bit of footage of a little of a boy touching, I don't even know if he's feeding, but he's touching one of the fawns in the neighborhood. Yes.
2: Yes, I saw that. It was just like gentle. Mhm. Yep. She how many deer attacks
0: have you ever heard?
1: Yeah, she claims self-defense. I ah, how do you I, – I, I love that. And, and if you watch the video, the news reporter even has fun with it. He goes, is this, is this the shovel here? And he takes the shovel out looking like if there's any blood splatter yep. on the shovel. He
2: turned it around.
1: I loved it. He I loved it. it. I don't care. You know, if your husband just died, I don't think you're going to give two shits about your yard. I, well, I, that's
0: not an excuse to no. kill, to kill yeah. anything.
2: I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm saying this is where she was coming from. Her husband recently passed. She had this huge yard she had to take care of by herself. And there was an element of frustration that came into play. She saw this deer. Deers eat, what, 10 pounds of foliage per day? Right. And she might have been having issues in the past where she saw some of her plants being chomped on. You know, I don't know if you guys garden. I I, I really don't know. But when you spend time knees bent planting and making your yard beautiful and there is a deer eating it away faster than you can plant it it's very frustrating i can kind of see where she was coming from did she have the right to kill it no she didn't but at the same time that's where her frustration level was coming from
0: but but barb you you just said you did a bunch of research on how to get rid of them Yes, no, she have done, And she couldn't have done the same thing. She couldn't have she figured would've. out, okay, well, this this deer is coming in and eating my carrots or whatever the hell it was eating.
2: Maybe she you doesn't know. know how to Google the way that I can Google, and that's again, where were her children? Where were her grandchildren? If she was having this issue, I know she was talking about it with family. Um, there's so many things that she could have done to make it better.
0: You can um, buy a small electric fence for nothing.
2: Well, what they recommend, and let me just run down the line here. Um, They recommend an eight-foot-tall fence. Again, that's a lot of money. I don't really know. Um, Better still, a little bit less intrusive would be a three-foot animal fencing. Better still would be sheets of corrugated metal around the area. The corrugated metal, the the deer, it appears, don't like to step on it. It makes them feel kind of funny underneath their feet. If you put some corrugated metal around the garden... The deer won't won't come anywhere near it, and then of course you know yep, the end all be all. it'll be kill all. the grass. Right. The end all. Well, but the 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 sheets of metal will stay there, so it'll kind of be a, a a permanent placement. Um, the end all be all. One of my favorite solutions, a dog. Deers are afraid of dogs. If you just have a dog in your yard, I mean our dogs don't stay in the yard full time, but they come in and out, and it's enough to keep a deer away. There's lots of different things she can do. There's sprays that she could have used. Um, I mean, lots of different things she could have tried. And I think that, unfortunately, she might have learned her lesson uh, with this one, that she did take the wrong uh, road to solution on this particular event. And it's going to teach a lot of people, unfortunately, the way to handle this type of infestation with your garden.
0: Yeah, I... I think that the, the the media should be promoting, you know, the alternate ways of getting rid of deer. You know, if they're uh, that big of, a, of an issue in that, you know, in that town or whatever, you know, say, hey, you know what? Instead of beating a deer to death with a shovel, maybe you might want to do this.
2: Yep. And you know what? Funny thing, Morty, I followed the links and a link that mentioned this story in its entirety had links underneath how to prevent deer uh, from entering your yard, eating your garden. So uh, in this case, the media did come through.
0: Well, yeah, because I'm surprised that they didn't portray the, the deer as, you know, it was a black deer. <laughs> it, it, it was, a, it, it was a black. It, it was not only black. It, it was a gang member. And That's it like- it, it, fl- it flashed some gang signs at her, and she didn't know what to do, so she beat it to death with a shovel.
2: Oh, better still, if it was a white woman, it would have been made
1: the news.
0: Yeah, that, it was and, a that, that,
1: woman. Yeah. I think this deer needs its own postage stamp. It does. Five years.
2: Five okay. Years away. Five years. <laughs> I'm going to put
1: this one in. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. Enough with deers and shovels and ugh, just just the idea is nauseating. Uh, I saw this story that Ward's going to talk about next and uh, talk about coming back from the dead. Uh, <laughs> Ward's got a story about a drunk driving incident.
0: Yeah, apparently uh, Joyce DeWitt, who starred for many years on the uh, Three's Company, she got busted for drunk driving in California. Uh, apparently... Uh, she got pulled over, and she, after she drove past a barricade, and they said that she well, I, and I didn't realize this. She's sixty years old, but she was observed drinking, and she failed the field sobriety test. So she's going to jail. But you know what's kind of kind of funny is that they were talking about this uh, back when uh, who was the guy from the giant plaxico burst when he shot himself. And, and they were saying, well, why would you carry a gun? You know, you're on top of the world carrying a gun, a concealed weapon in New York city carries a mandatory fine. Why would you do that? And, you know, it's like, it's the same thing with these celebrities. How many celebrities do you see get DUIs? You know, uh, hell to- off the top of your head, Paris Hilton, um, Mel Gibson, uh, And the list goes on and on. You know, Lindsay Lohan, blah, 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 blah. And it's like they don't realize, you know, and and especially Joyce DeWitt, who's been out of the public eye for, hell, 20 years. Easily. You know, because I think all she ever did was Three's Company, right?
1: I think so. I don't think she did anything else after that.
0: And if she did, it was a bit part or a walk-on as, you know, the chick from Three's Company. (laughs) But... But the, the thing is, I, I don't understand why they can't, you know, call a taxi. You know, it, and this is the same thing that they tell us normal people. You know, they have these public service announcements. Hey, if you're going to be out drinking and driving, get a taxi. Why can't they get a taxi? You know, or that it, it, it's this and then she's not going to serve no time. It's the double standard that's in this country. You know, because she's a, a celebrity. She hasn't been a celebrity in 20 years, as far as I'm concerned. But she's a celebrity, so she's going to get off. You know, Paris Hilton got off. Oh, Christ, her brother got off, and he ran somebody over. You know, Nick Hogan, he's not even a celebrity. His dad's a celebrity, but he only served, what was it, seven months uh-huh. for, for basic vehicular manslaughter? Uh, what's that guy who plays football for, uh, uh, what the hell's his name? He plays for Cleveland. Um Dante Stallworth, he just got busted. He hit a guy, DUI, vehicular manslaughter, killed him, dead, and he's got to serve thirty days in jail because he's a celebrity.
1: Well, well, that's the thing, and and of course in Hollywood, you know, as you see in the news, everybody gets off. It doesn't matter. So Joyce Stewart figures, well, she's a quote unquote celebrity. She can get away with it like the rest of them. It's if if she was living out somewhere in Bumfuck, Nebraska, no offense to Nebraskans out there, uh you know, she wouldn't try this because she knows her ass would be in jail.
0: That's why Bruce Willis lives in Nebraska.
1: Does he still live Just, in Nebraska?
0: Uh, Nebraska or Colorado. He lives away from Hollywood.
1: I thought it was Iowa. But anyway.
2: <laughs> I was more fascinated by the story that it was a Saturday afternoon and she was this wasted.
1: Um that was kind She's- of Interesting. Um,
0: she's 60 years old and pulled an
1: all-nighter. And we also, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, 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 think about it. Saturday afternoon, you're 60 years old. It's almost bedtime for her.
2: Well, maybe. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Um, the well, fact.
0: If that's the case, she's she's working on being another one of my heroes. If, she, <laughs> if she's 16 and going all night and partying until the next day, yeah, she's going to hit the Michael Jackson meter on mine.
2: Hmm. Well, as a fan of Rocky Horror Picture Show, I just want to say, damn it, Janet.
1: (laughs) Thank you for the laugh. Thank you. I just had to say that. Had to say it. Can I disconnect her now from the show? (laughs) No. Not allowed. (laughs) Ooh, okay. But it's funny, though, is it's like the where are they now? It's like, oh, hello, Joyce DeWitt's still alive. Uh, Oh, that's nice.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? People still like hearing about that. They still like hearing about Gary Coleman and what he's up to, and Lord knows that's a mess.
1: That's been a mess since he was a little kid.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, and, and it's funny that you brought that up, but I, I kind of liken Michael Jackson to Gary Coleman. I think that part of Michael Jackson's problem as part of Gary Coleman's problem was they were child stars. And they got so much celebrity thrust upon them at such an early age. You know, Michael Jackson, I think that's part of the reason he went crazy.
2: No, let one, me. Once he I'll did help.
0: Thriller. But, I mean, that's why, you know, after he did Thriller and he builds Neverland, he has the amusement park and all that stuff. He was trying to be a kid.
2: He was. And you let know. me – let me. it's not due to his, his, his fame as a child. It's not. It's due to the fact that his father, Joseph, abused him and forced him to practice, 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 practice rather than go outside and play basketball like he wanted to do go outside and, and visit his friends like he wanted to. He was forced to practice into perfection to make it to Motown Records, and he lost his childhood. When he built Neverland, I completely understood. And oh, there's yeah, so but, much that I could say on this subject, but well, I'm not going to go there right now.
0: Well, well, the thing is we're arguing the same point because I think that all these child stores have the same problem. And you, there's very few that you find that once – their fame is gone, and they grow up a little bit. That they're not maladjusted adults. I mean, really, Michael you, Jackson you take never any...
2: lost his fame. He wasn't like Tina Yothers or all these other people. You know, from family ties. Or,
0: no, and know. every now and then he'd throw uh, an album together, and you know, he, and he'd get he'd get a Throw ton an of ink from
2: album it. together. Name one that did not make Billboard charts. You can't. He was History. very successful.
0: History. The, the, History didn't do well at all. It wasn't on the charts for three weeks.
2: But it did
0: eventually. It was, it, I mean, it, it it was on the charts, but it wasn't. It didn't make him.
2: It didn't get you give know, him in the top ten. No,
0: it. it wasn't. It give wasn't it. thriller.
1: Yeah. Okay, but you, you know, you know, we talk about childhood stars. You know, you, you got the other side of the coin here. You know, you talk about Ron Howard. That's you know the perfect childhood star right oh my
2: there. gosh you know what never considered that you're absolutely right went from actor to producer and just blew us all away with what he can do behind the camera amazing oh yeah and
0: and i'm not going to say so, there's ex, there's not exceptions to the rule
2: yeah but there is
0: yeah th- 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 there are exceptions to the rule but for the most part you don't find too many child stars that you know when they grow up they say okay well i invested all my money and now i don't have to you know i don't have to work blah 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 you know you you end up seeing the todd bridges the teeny others the you know so on and so forth and you we could go on i mean back to the brady bunch you know uh danny bonaduce is fucked up as a football bat there's, <laughs> yes. there's nothing you i mean really i mean and that's you know, you get very few. You know, you get Ron Howard, and I give Ron Howard all the props in the world. He's he's a phenomenal director, producer, you know, the whole nine yards. He he's the total package. He's yeah, a great actor. Yeah, I just
2: brought that up that it hey it can happen. You can still be successful and be a child star. I just I had completely forgotten about that. I'm just glad he benched him. Yeah, but I mean, there's,
0: but at the same time, they're, they're fewer and far between. It's, it's easier to, to pick. He was a child star and ended up being a nobody? You know, you know, you know crack on street corners. Okay.
2: The audio's getting really wonky yeah. for me. Ward, Is anybody else hearing that?
1: Ward, you're crackling up over there. Me? Yeah, you're talking. Every time you talk, it's 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 crackling on us.
2: It's not even crackling. It's not not even hearable.
1: I could hear him a little bit, but it's the static. Every time he says something, the static overtakes. And
2: this this happened on one of your other shows too, and I didn't know what was the cause.
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, we have it. We have it. Sometimes it's just Skype. And
2: this isn't a Skype issue because you no. and I are fine.
1: No, this isn't Skype. This I don't know if it's him or you know his his microphone or what. But anyway, that's uh, a brand new microphone. microphone. Oh. Yeah, but you were fine until you just about two minutes ago when you started talking. That's what the weird yeah. part is. So I guess that means you're not allowed to talk anymore during the show. All right, I'm done. But I don't know. Just unplug it and replug it in. Maybe give that a shot. Well, I'll go on to the last story where we're well, talk, well He's doing his thing. Um, Me and Ward talked about this some time ago. Uh, we're talking about a big-ass hamburger. And uh, the last story <laughs> is about yeah, – that was a big-ass hamburger. Look it up in our show notes. I don't know which show it was. but uh, oh, I
2: remember it, yeah.
1: I think you type hamburger in the search bar, you'll find it. Uh, I try to you know, tag these shows pretty good. Uh, this last story is about a – it's basically a quick little recipe on how to make yourself a seven-pound, four-and-a-half-inch thick pizza that's about – 8,700 calories uh it consists of everything from pineapple to asparagus bacon cheese mayonnaise shrimp ham salami of course there's ward tomato paste and an egg you go to com, take a look at this i mean they actually show you the layers of this they call it a pizza i i i don't know what the hell i would call it
2: yeah the Gross. italians are definitely rolling over in their grave um you know what, going back to that story, here's what I was really intrigued by. They don't refer to each instance of ingredients as calories, but kcal.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the kcal is.
2: Well, the kcal again I've looked it up is a kilocalorie. Um, one kcal equals
0: a thousand calories.
2: A thousand calories. And it's a measure of the food that you eat. Depending upon – measure the food you eat equal to the energy it produces your body. Wow. So doing the conversion, this 8,699 kcal pizza equals – and I can't believe this is right, but this is a conversion – eight million six hundred and sixty nine calories for this pizza. 8 million? I couldn't believe that was
1: right, but that's well, a conversion. Well, maybe – here's the thing I'm looking at. If you look at the, the the ingredients, all the ingredients are in grams.
0: Hold so on a second. Hold on a second. I, I got to shoot that down because if you look, it says one egg is ninety kcal. You can't tell me that one egg is ninety thousand calories.
2: Well, that's true, and I knew it wasn't right, and I didn't deep dive that hard into it, but I was just like, this is not right. This
0: no, the, their conversion has to be. There has to be something wrong with that because, like I said, the. People would be dropping dead if one egg was ninety thousand calories.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. But that was one of the issues I had. Why the kcal? Why are they using that rather than your standard calorie? Maybe it was a typo. I don't know. Because it makes more sense that a pineapple is one hundred ninety calories, asparagus fourteen calories. I don't know why you'd add asparagus to a pizza, but there it is.
0: But at the same time, if you look and it says okay, it's eighty six, no eight thousand six hundred sixty nine kcal. If it's just 8,000 calories, that's enormous.
2: It's enormous, but a Wendy's triple cheeseburger is three, so it makes sense to me.
0: It's it's 3,000?
2: 3,000 in a Wendy's triple, yep. Wow. Yeah, I know. They sneak up on you.
0: (laughs) But you'd figure asparagus can't have that many calories in it.
2: 14? Sure.
0: 14. I'll give you 14, but not... You know, and, and eleven thousand in in bacon?
1: Well how much bacon is that? No. no
2: Three hundred and
0: sixty grams is what? No. Three hundred and
2: sixty grams equals one thousand one hundred and fifty two calories. Not eleven thousand, but one thousand one hundred and
0: fifty two. Well no, it'd be eleven thousand if you use the K cal conversion.
2: Well, again, I'm ignoring the kcal because I really think that that's not correct. I think they put it in there. But I think what they were actually using as, as a form of measurement was calories. Because as you stated, there's no way that an egg is 9,000. You know what I mean?
1: Well, or 90,000.
2: Even...
0: Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's, it, it looks nasty.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Let, let, it let, looks gross, yes. Let's talk about the... Well, f- yeah. first of all, let's just say it's 9,000 calories for that whole thing. It's not even a pizza. Well, the funny thing is they call it a pizza. It's a freaking pie. Yeah. It's in a pie Italians,
2: plate. Italians are rolling over in the grave. This is not pizza, people.
1: It, 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 and, you know, it's, it, it's not too bad, quote-unquote, until you get to the last picture with the bacon slices on top of the cheese with the egg in the middle.
2: And I think that cheese – There was so kind of like cheese whiz or something also included that I didn't know what it was.
1: Oh, that like yellow stuff there that looks like – Yeah. No, that's yeah. mayonnaise. I think that's mayonnaise. Oh, that
2: yeah. was a mayonnaise. You're right. You're right.
0: Oh, and they, they spelled that wrong because I'm looking at that going, what the hell is majonnase? <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, and they put a J in where the Y it's should mayonnaise.
2: be. Yep. M-A-J-O-N-A-Y-S. You're absolutely right. I didn't catch that. I just read right over it.
1: No, oh, but <laughs> she goes into details, find out what a K-Cal is, but she can't realize that mayonnaise is misspelled. Well,
0: maybe it's, maybe I, it's not, what, you know, as much of a mayonnaise. Maybe they're just like, you know what? Maybe they're Mexican and it's mayonnaise
1: <laughs> Majones. Majones. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like
2: that, too. Two hundred seventy-five grams of mayonnaise. All of a sudden, it makes sense. It, uh, I don't
1: know. It, it, it first of all, on every level of the when they create this thing, it looks disgusting from beginning to end. It's
2: it does, you know, and, and and I cringe every time I I get the meat eaters or the, I'm not meat eaters, the meat lovers pizza, you know, all that
1: meat <laughs> piled on my pizza. I have the that's how question. I like it. Yeah, I, the, I don't. Yeah. But that's that. This is just past that, you know. First yeah. Mayones, ma- mayonnaise on your pizza.
0: Yeah, th- there is a line. Uh, I- I'm all about. <laughs> there is a know,
1: line that has been crossed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I- I'm all about you know eating decadent food. You know, I- I'm one of the guys that made bacon covered, bacon wrap, deep fried Oreos, and no. Yeah, I what? did. Yeah, you
2: did it at home.
0: I did it on my show.
2: How did it turn out? I have awesome. to ask. Awesome.
0: They they taste like porn. They're the best things ever.
2: Uh-huh. What, does, what does porn taste like? Hey. Evidently they, deep fried Oreos wrapped in bacon baby.
0: Bacon bacon fried deep wrapped Oreos are they're, they're the best. In fact, there was a girl who used our recipe and won some kind of a contest in Utah. Oh wow. And she sent me an email saying that they were trying yes. to come up with something unique to use, yep. you know, for this. And they did that and they said they came in first. Because so, nobody yep, else ever saw, thought of it. I
1: saw that on your site, Wardy. I did, and I was just like, "Go!" That was awesome. So, so Ward, where where is what site is this on? Tell everyone where the site is.
0: Oh, uh, that's on uh, restaurantfoodfast dot com. That that was our uh, deep fried episode. If you just get hit the site and start looking for the deep fried episode, we did a couple different ones, but the the one says we did bacon wrapped Oreos.
2: Yep. She went to your site and she got the recipe. She entered it into a contest and she that won.
1: That is so good. That is that is a great story. Oh. So yeah, restaurantfoodfast.com. Of course, now that uh, you guys pretty much ran the gambit and you're doing your show once a month, isn't that what's going on now?
0: Yeah, uh, we decided initially when we started that, that the idea behind the show was to, to teach everybody how to do restaurant food fast. And... Uh, We got to the point where we were just rehashing, doing the same things that we'd already taught. So it was kind of like, well, let's just slow down a little bit. And, uh, you know, because we were doing a weekly show and we were cranking them out every week. And it was this show is really similar to this one because it's the same process. So we said, well, let's let's just take a little take a little break from it. And we started doing uh, that's when we started doing our new show, uh, Max in Life.
1: Yeah, Max and Life, that's uh, over on the website, IBoughtAMac.com.
0: Yes, uh, Brent Spore runs the site. Really cool dude. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. He's, he's a great guy. He'll help you out, you know, whether you're a Mac person or a PC person. He is a uh, de- web designer. Really got, really great guy. You know, just jump on, follow him on uh, Twitter at Brent uh, yeah, it's at Bren Spore.
1: But then, yeah, like I said, I was saying before the show, you got to check out this. Uh, this is uh, basically Ward's revenge on, on Chuck because on the cooking show, Chuck's the cook and has all the, the experience and the knowledge and stuff. And Ward's the uh, quote-unquote average Joe there that's just asking questions and doing what he's told. And Ward's the Mac guru and he's basically putting Chuck in his place on the, the new show Mac and Life. Yeah.
0: And, and- and don't think i don't take advantage of that
1: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad you do make sure you check Bravo. That out. Is that that's a once a week show isn't it
0: yeah uh we took last week off because of the fourth and everything and we just couldn't get everything together so we're going back we'll be shooting tomorrow and the new show will be posted hopefully by wednesday so is wednesday going to be your your scheduled release date for that that's our targeted date Okay. Uh, our target date for for that 's going to be on Wednesday because it used to be Sunday, and it was just crazy because we'd shoot saturday and i 'd have i 'd spend all night right. you know sat, all night Saturday night trying to edit it down so I could get it up by ten o'clock Sunday morning, and it was it 's just much easier to put it on uh, you know give me some time and say okay i 'll give me three days and i 'll get it done by Wednesday
1: okay that, that works out good. It gives you a little breather time so make sure you guys check out Max and life at iBoughtamac.com. dot com and of course Barb. Tell us about your site, tangents.com.
2: Oh, God, how do you explain my site? It started out as an internet portal. I just try to point you to interesting sites uh, within the web because I'm an internet super freak, self-proclaimed. But I'm also geeky. I mean, I like hardware issues. I like solving hardware issues, uh, computer issues. So I have some tech laced in there. Um, and, of course, if you go there within the next few moments, you're going to see my post on Michael Jackson, my my <laughs> my bedroom in 1985 that was plastered from Florida wall of Michael Jackson. So I've been a huge fan for a long time, and I felt the need to post, and I had my own corner of the web. So you're going to see that there as well. So as things come in that I feel I need to comment in, and personally you'll see that. But mostly, I try to keep it techie. Um, You know, how to fix things, what programs are run, my favorite utilities to clean up machines. um, Lots of different things. So it's kind of a potpourri, hence the tangents, because I'm always off on a tangent. So
1: I appreciate the plug. So definitely make sure you check it out. It's T-A-N-G-E-N-T-S. You are such a lie. It's not, is it? You see, you didn't plug it, so I was going to plug it wrong for you.
2: <laughs> well, it's not the G; it's tangents, but not the G. You got to replace the, the G with the J because tangents was already taken. Of course.
1: <laughs> so make sure you go T A. So it's
0: Mexican. It's like Ten
1: hence. There you go. Hey, let's just yeah. And all the mayones right. you all the you can eat at tanhens dot com t a n j e n t s dot com. Thank you Corey. That's of course. Good. Check out the website. I check it out all the time and uh, she scares me. So uh, you better check wait, it out. She'll come over Wait, to- wait.
2: I what? scare you. How do I scare you?
1: Scare me. You just.
0: <laughs> because you just you do research.
1: I know. Yeah, I was... But We're not used to
0: research on the <laughs> show.
1: You wait. Know hey, my, my research hey, is hey, up the page.
2: You know, I'm going to I had to come in strong. This is my first day on the show and I'm like, "Hey, I can't show up looking like an idiot, right?" I got to I got to utilize my Google and make sure I know what I'm talking about
1: and that's Barb, all I did Barb you're with us you wouldn't look like an idiot uh, don't worry about that we're, we always look like idiots when we do the show right
0: and well, we're okay with that
1: yes
2: you you do want to come in with some some definite facts and that's all I was what? trying to do I was trying to outshine anybody I was just trying to not look like
1: an idiot and now, <laughs> now, 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 now no, watch you,
0: you yeah, did a great show you did a great uh, show
1: I, now watch next time she comes back we'll be like so Barb what do you got my mouse isn't working. Hello? <laughs> I will never have that
2: issue. I guarantee you I'll be up and running. It'd no be- issues. Yeah, well, let's
1: hope so. <laughs> yeah.
2: I wasn't the one, and just to note, I wasn't the one with the Skype issue. Uh, yeah, for like, some I'm reason. I'm not, not blaming
1: Matt, but I'm just saying. Well, we, you know, me and, me and Ward have had this issue for a while, ever since I've upgraded my Skype, because we use Skype for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ward would be invisible, and I would be invisible to Ward. So we'd both be online, but you, we couldn't see each other. It was a pain in the butt every week.
0: Well, yeah, in fact, Corey's offline right now.
1: Am I really? Because I'm sh- showing up as... Well, he's, yeah, I'm, he's... Well, I'm not offline right now. I'm showing as Away or... Do, do not, not Disturb. disturb. No. Yep, Do Not my, Disturb. M-
0: my console showing you is not here.
1: Yeah, so I think it's something between the Mac and the PC r- world. I can well, see this week. don't do the Do Not Disturb thing. Well, it did it by itself. I was, I was showing up online before, and Ward still couldn't see me. Oh, okay. Which I, I know, which is weird. So uh, anyway, guys, I uh, want to thank uh, Ward, of course, for being here again, and Barb for showing up this week and actually doing research. Uh, maybe next time we'll let her pick all the stories and let her talk for the entire hour.
2: <laughs> I need we'll my own podcast.
1: Yeah, we'll, yeah. Ju- we'll just laugh and agree, and just, we'll be the yes men.
2: No, no, I, it wouldn't be the same. I like everybody's opinion. It was a great show because we all had our own opinions on every story, and it was it made a great show. I appreciate it.
1: Well, make sure you check out the links for this, all the stories we talked about this week, all the past episodes at com. Send us emails at talk at com. Leave comments on the website. We'd love to hear from you guys. Want to know if you like it, don't like it, what do you want to see, what you don't want to see. Uh, just to let you know, Ward and myself are not leaving, so don't say, we want an all-barb show. You kiss our asses because it's not going to happen. And, of course, we're on Twitter at Average Joe Show. It's all one word, no hyphens, no dashes, no nothing like that. want to thank everyone for you know downloading this week's episode um, You know, spend a little bit of time with us using a little bit of bandwidth. And until next week, have a good one.